Whether you're having a not moving off the couch while you watch the game kind of day, or a no time between conference calls kind of day, it can still be a delicious Dunkin' kind of day. And with Dunkin' now available on DoorDash, it's easier than ever to get your faves brought right to your door. So if you're looking for coffees, donuts, and breakfast sandwiches in the morning, craving some afternoon snack and bacon, or in need of Dunkin' refreshers for a PM pick-me-up, we've got you covered. Order now and get your faves brought to your door through Grubhub, Uber Eats, and DoorDash. Price and participation may vary. Exclusions apply. America runs on Dunkin'. The sweet aromas of the apple fritter, cinnamon roll, and blueberry muffin are hard to resist. So making it the rest of the way home without reaching in your McDonald's bag is no easy task. But nothing worth doing is easy. Wake up and pair any one of these sweet, fluffy, frittery bakery treats with a McCafe iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Uh, This episode of the podcast is sponsored by Grammarly Premium. Get a one-month free trial of Grammarly Premium. Also, thank you to vidIQ for sponsoring today's show. Get you a free trial of vidIQ. Click on the link in the description. And thank you to Amazon Music Unlimited for sponsoring today's show. All you need to do is visit my website to find out more. Welcome to the Stephen Shields Radio Show. Sonic Yogi is back on. How are you? Great to be here. I'm doing well. Thank you, Stephen. How are you? It's good. Uh, what's been happening since we last uh, spoke? Well, let's see. I've been um, you know, working on some new music, um, creating for my site and for Insight Timer, um, and just released a new sleep track today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, those are some of the things I've been working on. How much work goes into releasing uh, your stuff for Insight Timer as well? And do you do all your mixing and editing yourself? Yes, um, I mix and edit everything and record it myself. So I would say a single track could take um, probably up to around 10 to 20 hours. Wow. That's a lot. It's a lot of work that goes into it. Um, that's that's the main thing. Do you publish it to multiple platforms? Yes, usually there are some things that are exclusive to Insight Timer, but I also publish to my website and also SoundCloud, and then um, I also release to things like Spotify and Apple Music as well. That's really good. And uh, have you you been playing any classical guitar yourself? A little bit. I've um, been experimenting more with the live sessions for Insight Timer. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing those once a week. And for those sessions, I've been creating new uh, improvisations. Mm-hmm. And I normally start with guitar, so what I've been doing is sort of fusing the guitar improvisations with the sounds of the bowls. Mm-hmm. And so that's been a bit of an experiment and um, having fun seeing where that goes. That's really good. Um, are you planning to do any meditations with classical guitar? Yes, I will at, at some point. I've released a few tracks um, to Insight Timer with guitar, and 
little bit more musical than they are meditations. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I create a meditation, I really think about the musical or sound therapy properties of the track. And, you know, I want to make sure that it's, you know, interacting with our brain waves and, and helping to get into that space. Um, and so I'm, I'm thinking of releasing a set of sort of like chakra guitar meditations, mm-hmm. um, with one in each key and really making it focused more on those meditative qualities rather than musical qualities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'd be cool to hear some more, um, guitar work from you, I think on Insight Timer. Well, thank you. Yeah, I, I'd love to share more in that vein. So uh, I'll keep you posted as I finish some of these new tracks. Mm. Other than that, uh, in the United States, it's I've, I've been hearing it's been very cold in the U.S. as well. Well, we definitely had a cold break a couple, couple or a few weeks ago. Mm. Um, you may have heard about Texas freezing over. Yeah. Uh, Los Angeles as well. Yeah, which is unusual because that's in the southern part of the country. Um, However, this week it has warmed up, and I'm in Georgia, Mm. and we're starting to get some spring weather, seeing some flowers come out and things like that. Yeah, do you uh, have daylight saving time in Georgia? We do. So what time does the sun go down where you are? Um, right now it's probably around 6 or 6.30. Yeah. Yeah. In Australia, it's about 8 o'clock at night in, uh-huh. in Sydney. Uh, Queensland don't have daylight saving as well, but... Um, now, is it, what what interested me about how LA and all San Francisco just had... It was just so cold... Yeah, that was um, some unusual weather, for sure. Yeah. What about in Georgia? Does it uh, get uh, snow? Occasionally. It's a fairly rare occurrence, but with that cold snap where Texas got all the snow, we had one day where we had some flurries. Mm. Uh, However, nothing really stuck to the ground here, so... um, we usually can get one or two days a year where it will actually stick to the ground. Mm. Um, but it's usually, you know, evaporated within a day or two. Yeah. Also, too, I've noticed things have calmed down in the U.S. since the Joe Biden's taken over. Yeah, it's become just boring. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but it's a welcome change. And now, what's what's next? Are they gonna pick on Biden next? And you know, because I'm Australian, do you find in the US it just becomes a whole uh, popularity con- contest over there with politicians? Well. Yeah, it's hard to say. I've never lived in another country, so I'm not sure how it how it goes other places. Mm. Um, however, um, 
Yeah, the, the politics is it's almost like a, another reality show. Mm-hmm. At least it was with, with um, the last administration. And so there's, you know, daily drama, daily things to talk about. And um, it seems to sort of take over people's um, mind space. And it's, um, it's interesting. I... I I have my own opinions on it, but, um, you know, I, I generally don't pay attention that closely to um, all of the, the dailies. Well, no, and it's good that you don't, Sonic Yogi, because it's just, it's crap. Yeah, it's it's a distraction, um, and, you know, it, uh, I suppose, keeps keeps uh the mind occupied but it's not really super useful for the most part no and like uh i I noticed when i was last in the states in san diego all you see is like pharmaceutical ads on tv Mm. very annoying uh occasionally but it's not like every second ad bombarding with take xanax on i don't get that you know? Yeah, it's interesting. I, I don't actually watch TV anymore, mm-hmm. um, so I don't see them. But, uh, so yeah, I, I don't have much to say there. Nah, good on you. You just switch it off, put Insight Timer on, you know. <laughs> no, but uh, it seems to... Has things slowly started getting back to normal in, in uh, Georgia in terms of uh, social distancing, and you still got to wear a mask. I know the vaccines getting the started uh, giving the vaccine in Australia. How's it been over uh, in the states? We're starting to give the vaccine. Um, I think people over a certain age, and then also um, mm. healthcare workers and things like that. Um, so, but everyone is still wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Um, however, with this new spring weather, it seems like people are are ready to have this put behind them mm. and get things back to normal. Yeah, because I was I remember last year in summertime, people were still getting um, COVID nineteen in the mm. in the heat, which is really odd because you think. It would spread faster in cold weather. You know. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's just good to move on from 2020, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I feel like things are shifting and with the vaccine and some, some other changes that um, hopefully this year we'll be getting, getting it, things... Um, Maybe not back on track the way they were, but back to some kind of new rhythm. Mm. Yeah, it's it's that's what we want to move forward. Absolutely. You know, and uh, you've got a live stream on tonight at your time as well. Yes, um, on Insight Timer at eight thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I have a live stream. And that's been a consistent time for me, so 
this month and um, last month I kept that time and and hope to continue with that. Mm. How have you felt the live streams have helped you? Um, well, I've, I've uh, enjoyed doing them. It's helped me to um, keep my creativity going. So I, I'm trying new music with each live and then also, um, you know, working to communicate and share some practices. And then I get feedback from the attendees. And um, so it's helping me to, you know, hone and fine tune what I'm sharing. And, um, and of course, I hope it's uh, helping them as well to, you know, use music to enhance their meditation practice. Mm, that's so cool. Yeah, I like the live streams on Insight Timer. I do too. I've really been enjoying them. I've been um, tuning in and checking out some some other teachers as well. Mm. But other than that, um, do you do you listen to other music uh, in your spare time? Um, I do. Recently, not as much. Um, I like. I like other meditative music. Mm. Uh, one of my favorite composers is Stephen Halpern. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also like um, bluegrass mm. quite a bit. There's a there's a new artist in um, the U.S. and his name is Billy Strings. Mm-hmm. And um, he kind of fuses bluegrass with psychedelic jam band music Mm -hmm. which is a little far out and i I like that so Mm. um, that's kind of something that's not meditative that i've been enjoying Mm. you know i wanted to bring music up because look I, i like to occasionally listen to heavy metal but can heavy metal be uh not very good for your 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 mind at times um that's an interesting question. Um, I did read one study that said it really just depends on the list, the listener. Mm. Um, so I know that, you know, the military's used it for like, almost like, um, to disturb people, you know, Mm. so they could get them out of an area. And, um, but, you know, I think it, it depends on the mindset of the person too. And, and um, how the music is used. Mm. Yeah, because I, I remember I had a doctor tell me it can be very loud, and then whatever lyrics they're singing about um, uh, make people depressed as well. Uh, you know, you got that band Slayer, and they're writing about a bunch of, I don't know, crap and all that. That's what this... Uh-huh. And... and um, you know, I think for certain countries won't approve some of their stuff too. You know, if, yeah. Like if the, I think South Korea, North Korea wouldn't. I don't think let people play Slayer <laughs> over there. It's a contradicts. Wow. Yeah, I hadn't heard of that. Yeah. It's interesting when when I was young. Um, there was a controversy with wanting to 
ban certain lyrics or ban certain CDs. Mm. And um, so they they ended up having congressional hearings and things about it, and they ended up actually labeling the CDs if they if they had um, you. lyrics that, that they didn't think were good. Yeah, used to put the warning labels on the CDs. Eminem, he's got plenty of that, of, of those warning labels. Uh, now you can just all access it on Spotify and mm-hmm. all streaming now, which is just more easier. Yeah. You know, you don't need a CD as well. I know there was controversy with Jimi Hendrix and Elvis Presley. Sure. Yeah. You know. Um, I think that, you know, one of my theories is that with each generation, the kids sort of want to do something a, a little notch um, up from what their parents did. Mm. And um, so each generation uh, is something a little different. But when you look back at Jimi Hendrix or Elvis, it's hard to see. Anything that controversial. Well, they had talent. And uh, don't forget the Beatles as well. Yes, exactly. Um, Leave a legacy behind that people just will always remember. You know, Absolutely. it's funny too because I'm a classical trained musician, and people always remember the name Beethoven and Mozart is still played today, which is amazing. It's just amazing what music does. Yeah, it's uh, it's an amazing art form. That's that's absolutely for sure. You know, and I found when I've meditated with um, the Tibetan singing bowls, it just it just it's just relaxing. Yeah, um, I totally agree. That's that's one of the reasons I love them so much, and and just the sort of oscillations and those gentle rhythms that they produce can mm. can help us get into that meditative state. And you actually own a pair of uh, singing bowls, do you? Yes, I have a set, um, probably close to twenty right now. Wow. And, and what are they made out of? Um, I think that it's mainly um, like copper mm-hmm. or tin. Um, but the legend is, is that they have seven metals. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm not an expert on how they're made, mm-hmm. actually. But... Um, the legend is that they have seven medals for the seven different planets that they knew of at that time. Because hmm. they are expensive to buy, too. They are, they are especially now. Um, I think they've been, because they've become popular in the last several years, the prices have really gone up hmm. um, quite a bit. When I first started collecting them, I could find... Um, bowls for you know around twenty to fifty dollars fairly easily, mm-hmm. um, and then some wholesalers would actually sell them by the pound, mm-hmm. and so you would you would buy like a pallet worth of bowls for a, 
a bulk price, um, and you wouldn't know which what sizes or what the tuning were. You'd just get this bulk order, and then you could sort of go through and choose the ones that you like. So that was a pretty economical way to buy them, but course you wouldn't know exactly what you were getting and then maybe you could uh, sell the ones that, mm. that didn't fit in your collection where do you buy your uh, Tibetan singing bowls from I get most of mine th- now through um, Silver Sky Imports you which which is an importer and seller here in Nebraska and they have really the best quality that I've encountered. Mm. And so sometimes when you buy a bowl from a place, it might not be the best quality in terms of it might be hard to sing or the, the sound quality might be that great. Mm-hmm. But I found that Silver Sky has really um, a great selection. Mm. Yeah, and how do you look after your singing bowls and maintain them? I don't actually do much personally. Um, I I wipe them down occasionally. Yeah, but they're 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 pretty um, indestructible. Mm. That's good. I wish all musical instruments were indestructible. Exactly. <laughs> You know, be able to smash your guitar on the floor and it doesn't break. That'll be awesome. Yeah. You know. Exactly. No, because uh, Tibetan singing bowls are, are an instrument too, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's so cool that you have them, you know. And, uh, like, if you're if you're uh, recording uh, bowls, do you have a specific way that you want to record them and, and uh, mix them? I usually record the whole set with a stereo mic, mm-hmm. um, and so I'll just set up the stereo mic, usually overhead, almost like like a drummer would put over their drum set, mm. and and then I just play and, and record the set on that stereo mic. Occasionally, I'll also use a single mic um, by one of the bass tone bowls so if i'm say doing a root chakra track and the bass bowl is c sharp Hmm. i might use that single mic on the c sharp bowl and then i can change that in the mix a little bit if i need to that's really good that's really cool so with uh, with uh, uh chakra energy i know that there's a different um uh frequency of notes as well uh, I've seen on some of your work too, and then um, there's different colors of the human chakra system too. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Is there a reason for that? Well, the colors are representative of the different uh, grades of frequency. Mm-hmm. So they're essentially the colors of the rainbow. So you've got um, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, and violet. Mm. And as as you go through those colors, it actually increases in the speed
speed of frequency. Mm. And so red, red light is a much lower frequency than each successive color. Mm. Um, and so the frequency sort of increases. And so that parallels the musical idea of, of the chakras, which goes with um, usually a musical scale. So if you started, say, for example, on C, then it would be C, D, E, F, G, A, B, C. Mm -hmm. And so each of those notes would be a faster frequency than the next. What's violet? Is that like a purple? Yes, exactly. I thought so. Yeah, because you um, you got the root chakra, chakra, navel, um, solar plexus, heart throat third eye and the crown um is it good to open the third eye frequently well i don't know if it's good or or not good i think um i think that you know it's definitely something that is talked about as a something in spirituality and I think the main idea is that it is helping us to expand our perceptions. Mm-hmm. So by, by virtue of the fact that we're calling it a third eye, it's kind of like saying there's another avenue of perception that is opened. Mm. And um, so in terms of, you know, expanding clarity, expanding insight um the idea is that opening that new avenue of perception can can help us to um yeah adjust our own inner perceptions and see the world a little more clearly Mm. yeah that's so cool that that happens as well um it's good to just uh open up uh uh, chakras, I think. I think when I've practiced it, I just feel more energetic doing it. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, you know, just over time, just with practice and patience, just things just um, seem to fall in place. Yes, exactly. And I think it's, um, it's just practice and persistence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, just practicing... Daily meditation, I think, is really important and um, not necessarily with the goal of, of necessarily doing anything with the chakras, but over time, in general, those energy centers begin to open up as the body and the mind begin to relax and sort of recalibrate. Mm. Mm. Yeah, well, that's that's well. That's what um, is good for you as well. And, um, you know, music that just uh, calms you down. And sleep's very important. I think sleep is one of the most important things we need. Yeah, absolutely. Sleep is very important for rejuvenating our body and our mind. Mm. Have you ever been sleep-deprived? Yes. It's not fun, isn't it? Uh, no, it's not, and um, it's really key for your mental health as well, just getting enough sleep. 
Mm. I remember in my undergrad days, just um, the late nights, not sleeping properly and, uh, you know, getting sick. Uh, Cranky as well. You know, not concentrating. Couldn't concentrate properly. Relying on uh, energy drinks and caffeine as well. Yeah, sleep is super important. Hmm. You know, is it like um, we're told get to a good seven to eight hours of sleep a night? I try to aim for eight. Try to go to bed probably 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Get up at 8 o'clock in the morning. I'm finding my body just naturally just gets up at 8 a.m., you see. Are you an early nice. early riser? I used to not be, but mm-hmm. in the last few years, I generally get up around the time the sun rises. Mm. What about uh, go to bed? You go to bed late? Or you go to bed early? Um, usually not too late th- these days. Probably around 10 o'clock is pretty average. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I think... I think, you, you know, you have a, a circadian rhythm. The problem is if you try to go to bed too early, you don't get the uh, good quality sleep, I've found. And then if you go to bed past your... I think it's past, say, 10 p.m. You, I don't know. It's, it's a complicated thing. Health-wise, you don't um, sleep, and then you got to wind down again. Yeah. Um, I, I find that, you know, getting to sleep early enough is key. If I, if I get to sleep later, even if I get my seven hours or so it doesn't feel quite as restful yeah what about um jet lag as well have you ever had to deal with that because i have mm-hmm. yes flying from sydney to la because you're going back uh 19 hours and then wow. i don't what's the time zone in georgia to la we're on the East Coast, and so it's three hours difference. Yeah. And uh, have you dealt with jet lag before? Yes. Um, not 19 hours worth. Mm. Um, usually flying back and forth across the country um, from East to West Coast, it'll take you know about a day to acclimate mm. those three hours or so. Mm. And um, but that's not very hard. Mm. Mm. I mean, everyone's different with it, uh, Sonic Yogi. You know, I just find when I was in LA by eight o'clock the next morning, I just had to force myself to get up. I think uh-huh. it took about two to three days to adjust. But then flying from L.A. to Sydney, I found that jet lag wasn't as bad coming back home. Uh, now, you, nice. look, you look at Australia, you got uh, Western Australia, they're four hours behind Sydney. Um, and Northern Territory is two hours behind. So even then, if I've flown to Northern Territory, body's got to adjust to it. Uh-huh. So... 
And uh, I think you got New Zealand. They're two hours ahead of uh, Sydney. Okay. No, because uh, I think jet lag is it's just terrible. Mm. You know? Yeah, it's definitely something to adjust to. I've been um, doing some research on melatonin and how important that is, which, since you mentioned the third eye earlier, melatonin mm. is actually produced by the pineal gland, and the pineal gland is generally associated with the third eye. Mm. And um, in some of the things I've been reading, it's you know talking about using the melatonin um, supplements to help the body get back onto a circadian rhythm mm. with things like jet lag. Um, but it's really important for our body to get the melatonin production. And there's um, several studies now that are actually looking at melatonin as a way of fighting viruses as well. Mm. And they're also studying um, how it could even prevent or help uh, lessen the symptoms of COVID. So mm. it's, it's interesting how um, connected that all is. Yeah, well, you'd rather take a natural melatonin tablet rather than sleeping pills, Sonic Yogi. You know? Because prescription drugs, uh, sleeping tablets can make you even more drowsy the next day. Yeah. Um, I've never um, taken those mm. much. Um, at the one or two times I've taken them, it, it um, really didn't help me to sleep better. No. Because I go to, you know, you can go to a naturopath and just get natural, like a herbal sleeping tablet, too, mm -hmm. which is so yes. much better for you. Um, also, I think, too, if you if you eat uh, heavy foods before bed will disrupt, disrupt your sleep as well. No, I've noticed a lot of research has gone into, like, sleep hygiene lately. Yeah, it's, it's very important, so I can uh, definitely see that. Well, what about when you have a really uh, hot night? And, you know, when, you, when it's too hot in the night, does that disrupt your sleep? Does that to me? Mm. I haven't encountered that as much, um, if personally. You, if you come to Sydney in the summer, sometimes get 30, de uh, 30 degrees in the night time. Mm. That sucks. Yeah. And so, 30 degrees is... Um, do you, do you know anything about uh, Fahrenheit? A little bit. What would that be, Fahrenheit? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look it up now. You guys go by Fahrenheit, don't you? Yeah. It, yeah. It would be easier, I guess, if we were all were, were uh, on the same thing. So Fahrenheit. I think most everybody else is Celsius. Yeah. Or Australia. It's like you guys go by pound and we go by kilos. So that's about 86 Fahrenheit. Yeah. Yeah, that's hot. I know. 
I mean, if you went to the Northern Territory in the wet season, it's like that every night, every day. I know, I think in Florida, does it get quite muggy in Florida? Yes. Um, hot and humid. Yeah. Australia, Australia, you got um, Tasmania. It gets cold. Then you go up north. It's you got like a huge desert, Simpson Desert. Australia's a huge place. Yeah. It's not like the estates where two two hours from LA you're in San Diego. Uh-huh. It's like twelve hours from Sydney's to Melbourne, or you can be in wow. Queensland in twelve hours. <laughs> It's a huge place. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I've I've been to the Grand Canyon in the States. That's a nice place to go. Uh It's beautiful. You ever thought about traveling Australia in the future? I'd love to travel to Australia. Hmm. So um, hopefully that'll happen at some point. Have you ever been outside of the U.S.? Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. I've been to um, Korea and Russia. Um, I've been to South America and different places here on this continent as well. That's that's so cool. You've uh, been to Russia because I know their whole visa process is very strict over there. Mm. Was it hard for you to get a visa to go to Russia? No, not that I recall. It was. Um, Probably, I don't remember exactly how long ago it was, but um, it was a little while back, and I went for a music gig with my previous group. You. And we played for an auto show. Mm-hmm. And um, so the people that organized all of it, you know, helped us navigate all of those things. You. Yeah, Russia is actually one of the most strictest countries to get a visa. Uh, for an Australian, well, for an Australian, they you gotta you gotta actually mail your passport to the embassy, Russian embassy, and it's like three hundred bucks. It only lasts wow. when, when you're in the country. I mean, every wow. every every uh, country's different, but that's what it is. They're very strict. Mm. You know, um, when I went to the states, I just I just was on an Esther visa. To go What's to, that? it's an electronic visa and does all your background check straight away on the computer, rather than um, doing it at the airport. Okay. Things have changed a lot. Yeah. Mm. But that's my experience with traveling. Nice. Mm. And I, I assume you've been to Russia also. No, I'd like to go to Russia too. That would be good. That would yeah. be good. You know. Well, look, it was a great show with you today, Sonic Yogi. Where could people find you on uh, your social media? So I'm on Inside Timer Meditation app as Sonic Yogi. And also on my website, which is sonicyogi.com. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Always looking forward to more work from you on Insight Timer or wherever you publish it. 
So thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast with Sonic Yogi. It was really awesome. Always looking forward to uh, his work on Insight Timer and uh, his meditations as well. So go and check his work out. Uh, thank you to today's sponsors of the podcast, Grammarly Premium, vidIQ, and Amazon Music Unlimited. Just visit the links to find out more. Also, I am on a new social media called WebTalk. I've left a link in the description where you can follow me on WebTalk and engage with my content. Awesome. Cheers. Bye for now. Hike the trail? Check. Order takeout? Check. Schedule heart checkup? Done. We've all adapted to a new way of living. Keep your health care on schedule with Johns Hopkins Medicine, where your health and safety are our highest priorities. We're ready to care for you through virtual and in-person visits across Maryland and the greater Washington region. Your health, our experts, safely caring for you. Schedule your care now. Learn more at hopkinsmedicine.org forward slash safe. The sweet aromas of the apple fritter, cinnamon roll, and blueberry muffin are hard to resist. So making it the rest of the way home without reaching in your McDonald's bag is no easy task. But nothing worth doing is easy. Wake up and pair any one of these sweet, fluffy, frittery bakery treats with a McCafe iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. ba ba ba